and Beyond the Beltway. This is Bruce Dumont with our weekly analysis of national politics, featuring occasional injections of room and innuendo, all offered up by our panel of political insiders, pundits, power brokers, public servants, and most importantly, plain-speaking Americans from coast to coast. Tonight, commentary by pro-Trump Republican Doug Ivendahl, anti-Trump Republican David Cohen, liberal journalist Charlie Meyerson are in the second hour, and conservative talk show host Sean Thompson in hour number two. Nice to have you with us this evening. I'm Bruce Dumont, 1-800-723-8289 is the phone number. Coming to you from my home base at WCGO in beautiful Evanston, Illinois. Nice to have you with us. And uh, again, as we always do, we have lots to talk about, and we have four very, um, well, maybe combustible is the word. We have four very spirited guests. And so uh, what I will try to do uh, is to... uh, uh, make sure that everybody can hear when uh, they are making uh, comments uh, about uh, their uh, themselves or the, their opponent, uh, and I'll try to keep it uh, fair, fair and somewhat balanced. Okay, um, let's begin by talking just basically uh, for for those who have listened to this program for a long time in 2015 and throughout 2016. We had a young man, a guest on this program. His name is Doug Ibendahl. He joins us tonight. He was for Donald Trump long before anyone was talking about Donald Trump. So uh, we have some people that like to say they were the original Trumper. I will, I'll give that moniker to, to Doug Ibendahl, who joins us tonight. And uh, we will also hear from David Cohen, who I would describe as one of the early uh, never-Trumpers, although he may not like uh, that, uh, that label tonight. But Doug, let me begin to you. Uh, begin with you. G- give me, give me twenty seconds or thirty seconds on why people should vote for Donald Trump without mentioning Joe Biden's name. We finally have a politician in Donald Trump who not only not only does he he work his butt off every single day for us, for us, for regular people, but he actually keeps his promises. I mean, I, I, th- I think it's remarkable. I mean, I've been a Republican all my life, and I, you know, I volunteered a lot for uh, George W. Bush. I was on his uh, legal team in the, in the Florida recount in 2000, and that was all well and good, and he was a decent guy. But Donald Trump, actually since the day he came down that escalator with his wife, this man really speaks to me, and he's a, he's a fighter. And what's even more incredible, I mean, a lot of, a lot of all politicians make promises – this is the first. This is the first public official that I can honestly say and honestly tell anyone. Not only has he kept all the promises he's made, he's actually gone beyond that. This man has actually done more than he promised, and he and he made a lot of promises. He's met those and actually even gone farther. It's, it's remarkable. And I, what's even more remarkable is we actually have someone here tonight who calls himself a Republican okay. who doesn't get it. Okay. Well, let's let's let let's let the man who you think doesn't get it. Uh, but but first of all, um, can you be candid? In 2016, did you vote for Donald Trump either in the primary or the general election, uh, Dave? No, no, I did not. Okay, so so you've been against Donald Trump for quite some time. Well, yes, as okay. a, as a Republican. Okay, uh, fine. And and with all due my respect to my my colleague here, uh, I think it's he that doesn't get what uh, has happened to the Republican Party. I grew up in Republican politics in this area. Uh, spent the majority of my adult life working for Congressman John Porter as his press secretary and campaign manager. I'm a native of the North Shore. Um, I, after 
Congressman Porter retired. I worked for another Republican, Lieutenant Governor Corinne Wood. I've been involved in Republican politics at the at the state and national level for many years. This president has abandoned any semblance of adherence to what used to be standard Republican philosophy. Uh, certainly, can you can you, can you can you agree, Dave? Then you're talking about uh, as a as a Republican, right? Whether Donald Trump has been good for the Republican Party. What Doug is talking about right. is whether or not Donald Trump has been good for the country. So you're you're, you're saying party first? Well, no, I'm not saying party first. I think D- Donald Trump has been a disaster for this country as a president. He has failed to exercise <laughs> leadership. Uh, he has stoked fear and division among the, 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 the populace of our nation during a time not only of a, a pandemic crisis that we're struggling with, uh, his mishandling of that and his, his arrogance, frankly, thinking that he knows all the answers and refusing to adhere to the council or even heed the council of the scientific community is just shocking. But based, I mean, but the, based Republican, on your, the Republican but, but, Party but, but, has but, never been the anti-reason party. <clears throat> Donald Trump has effectively turned the Republican Party, co-opted it in my view, and turned it into the re- the party that is anti-reason okay. and anti-science. Well, but let me, let, me just, let me just set up this, this question, and I want Doug to respond. The reality, though, in, in looking going back to the origins of your dislike for Donald Trump, uh, you had 16 people to choose uh, when he was running for the, 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 the nomination. Right. And whoever side you were on, you were on the losing side. That's right. So there isn't anything that Donald and you were on. You didn't vote for him uh, in the general election against Hillary Clinton. Correct. So the question is, there really isn't anything that Donald Trump could have done that would have made you a fan of Donald Trump. Had he cured cancer, maybe, but nothing less than that. No, that is, I'll say that's incorrect. Donald Trump has had many opportunities to bring into his orbit Republicans like me who grew up in traditional, with traditional, what I like to think of as traditional conservative values about economics and the the America's role in leading the world in international affairs. Uh, And he didn't exhibit any of that. In fact, he, he exhibited utter contempt for, okay. For now I want to go. I want to go over to Doug now because again, if if you're a regular listener to this program and you've heard Doug before, uh, uh, he's kind of described uh, your your dismissal of traditional Republicanism. You didn't like it in 2016. Uh, you, you were ag- against traditional Republicanism even before that, Doug. So the question is, would you acknowledge that what Dave said? There's some truth to it. Is that Donald Trump and maybe you personally? You've never taken the time to try to bring in and 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 move along some of those that were reluctant to jump on the Trump train for you. Train you know, for with, years with all with all due respect, Bruce, I, I disagree with that n- narrative uh, fundamentally. I, I think I think your thesis is wrong there. What you want to call, what you what you and, and David seem to want to call traditional Republicans, I would call. The, the do nothing, all talk, no action Republicans. Losers. Donald Trump is a Donald Trump is a doer. That's what I, that's what that's what I like. That's what uh, the millions of Americans who've been drawn to him. No one has grown the Republican Party like Donald Trump. Maybe I guess Abraham Lincoln because the party was new. You'd have to give <laughs> wow. that to him. No one has grown this party like Donald Trump. David is sitting over there, is naming two old. 
failed establishment Republicans that no one else on this on this uh, listening to this show, I'm sure even uh, remembers. Corrine Wood, some local yokel from Illinois, and and, and Congressman John Porter, well, who represented one of the. I mean, talk about it representing the elite, <clears throat> the white liberal elite the of the North Shore. Oh, uh, Give wait, me a break. These people did geez. accomplish absolutely nothing. The Republican Party was circling the drain until Donald Trump the, came the along. Ad, and ad, that, ad, and that, that is a fact. What, what, and, you know, those you, you, of, you, you were just so bitter because all oh, these we, old we, people. Folks, go back, go back, go back to your uh, street, uh, corners. I'm Bruce Dumont, 1-800-723-8029. Back shortly. For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. Your tween made you see. We are the boy. It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and nineteen. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov/the-right-seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Harrison's Reality Check. Want weekly reports predicting events before they happen? Stand by. In a new documentary called Enemies of the State, whistleblower Matt DeHart, an intelligence analyst for the Air National Guard, claimed to have evidence the CIA implemented the 2001 anthrax attacks that drew the U.S. into a war with Iraq. Upon blowing that whistle, DeHart was arrested for child porn and locked deep, deep away. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Tired of getting trapped in these bad financial cycles or by news that seems impossibly out of your control? For the first time ever, we're giving you access to some of the most elite, top-secret intelligence reports so you can know what's coming down the pike, often two months in advance, from stock markets to education and family issues. It's literally not available anywhere else. And it's only available one way. Get this subscription-only insider's audio each week by going to VIPwebinars.org. 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 With United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plans, there's so much to take advantage of, like $0 copays on preventive dental care. Wow. Uh-huh. Plus, the nation's largest Medicare dental network. Wow. Uh-huh. It's time to take advantage. To learn more, visit AdvantageWow.com. That's AdvantageWow.com. $0 cost share for in network preventive dental care. Specified services only. Benefits vary by plan and area. Limitations and exclusions apply. Network size varies by market. Wow. An official message from Medicare. So, did you try it yet? Comparing plans? Oh, yeah. They sure can change year to year. Well, I found lower prescription costs and historically low plan premiums. Ooh, how about those new insulin savings? Hundreds of plans, $35 a month. That'll save you money. Comparing plans really pays. Mm Mm-hmm. Compare plans from home at Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE. Open enrollment ends December 7th. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The Dave Ramsey Show. Chicago Smart Talk, AM 1590 and FM 95.9, the exclusive home for the Dave Ramsey Show in Chicago. 
Tremont back. Thanks very much for joining us tonight. 1-800-723-8289. And uh, before the break, uh, a couple of people that were very near and dear to you were, were attacked uh, by Doug Ibendahl. So, uh, David, uh, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to clean up that, and then we're going to move on to issues of national importance now. Well, thanks. I just think it's it's uh, it's absurd for Doug to attack somebody of John Porter's integrity, or Corinne Wood for that matter. John Porter is one of the most well-respected members of Congress to have ever represented the 10th District of Illinois, served the people of this area with distinction for many years, was one of the strongest fiscal conservatives in the U.S. House, saved the Great Lakes Naval Base from closure when it was threatened with it, a strong supporter of biomedical research who managed to increase funding for the National Institutes of Health and support the work of heroes like Dr. Anthony Fauci instead of trying to tear down that work. So you are okay. com- you are completely uninformed, and I personally resent... I'm not uninformed. You, you are uninformed. Blah, 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 blah. Guys, guys, guys. Oh, anyway. Guys, guys, just absolutely shameful Dave, of Dave, you to Dave, dis- Dave, shameful. We're, we're off this subject because, That's frankly, fine. people in California don't care about this. That's okay? fine. I'm interested in what's happening now, not uh, not 20 years ago. My, my question to you, going back to you, uh, Doug, as, as you look at where the polls are now, and I, I generally, as you know, don't spend too much time talking about the polls, um, but does anything in the polls worry you now? Well, I think I think every Trump supporter should be worried. I think that's um, that's that's healthy. I think hopefully that will encourage every Trump supporter, especially obviously, especially particularly in the battleground states, to get two, five, or ten of their their friends and coworkers and family to the polls. So I think I think that motivation is healthy. But no, I don't, I don't dismiss the polls. Although I I haven't I haven't delved into them. Uh, that much time. But I have noticed it's very interesting. I mean, some of the major ones like the Fox News poll and some of the other ones, they haven't changed their methodology from from four years ago when they got it so wrong. They're still using uh, 2008 Obama turnout numbers. Uh, they're not even using 2012. Okay. Some of them are still using 2008. Let me go to Dave. Dave, uh, uh, as someone that would like to see Donald Trump lose, uh, how do you view these polls? I mean, uh, many of them are very similar to the way things were four years ago. Well, a- actually, I think here's an area where, where Doug and I would see eye to eye. I'm highly skeptical of polling in general, and we can see in the polling industry they've tried to make some adjustments to account for the flaws in their methodology. But I think that one thing you can say about polls is they're kind of a general barometer. They don't give you anything other than a snapshot in time. But I would say that in the, the only polls that really matter right now are the polls in the swing states where the outcome is in doubt. We know what Illinois is going to do. Illinois is going to go for Biden. The electoral votes of the state are going to go for Biden. We know how California is going to go, New York, and et cetera, et cetera. So to me, the only relevant conversation is what's going on in those swing right. states that the president's got to win in order to hope to be reelected. Well, that's obvious. I also think the other thing is that the, what the news media doesn't really explain is that Oh, when you talk about what happened four years ago, and and, and a lot of uh, Democrats like to talk about the fact that Hillary Clinton won the the popular vote, which she did, and and that's what really was being measured four years ago was the popular vote. And if you're looking at a ten point spread right now with Joe Biden, that he's ahead by ten points, if you take California and New York out of that equation because they're automatically going to be going for the Democratic candidate. Uh, I don't think you have a ten-point lead anywhere. No, I, I, I think you're. Lo- I think you're looking at forty-eight other states where things are tight, and in in many of those, let's say seven of those states, 
these are the these are the the races that uh, can be moved by you know a, a percentage point here or you know running better with African Americans than than previous Republicans or running you know better than four years ago with Hispanics. Bruce, my um, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a pollster. That's not that's not my business. But I, I, I can't speak. Well, it's not scientific. I can speak from my personal experience, anecdotal evidence, and I can name you all many many people who did not vote for Trump last time, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about even many Republicans. Some of them were evangelicals. Some of them were, you know, very uh, very religious and didn't think uh, Trump was up to speed or whatever or was the right kind of person, the right kind of values. That's all changed. Uh, it's it's uh, not only uh, Republicans, but it's, uh, uh, you know, black friends, Hispanic friends who did not take – Donald Trump seriously four years ago are now there's a huge enthusiasm gap. I mean there's a there's a video out there I, I've I posted on Facebook the the Amish are having pro Trump parades. I mean arguably the most neutral you know demographic in the country is saying we cannot you know we we cannot give up this country to Joe Biden and and his handlers. I mean I, well, I, I one, think uh, you're, you're you're underscoring the one point which I've said on this program for the last couple of months is that you know. Pollsters are saying the number of undecideds is very, very small right now because how many people do you know that really don't you know love or hate Trump, however, or Biden, but primarily Trump. The other question is that four years ago, and these are some of the people you're referencing, 100 million Americans didn't vote. A hundred million people did not vote, and and if 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 you try to you know figure out why they didn't vote four years ago. Some of them maybe didn't believe Donald Trump was real four years ago, or some people just maybe hated Hillary Clinton. We don't really know, but those right. are the unknown voters. Not, they're not undecided. They're unknown. They, and, I, and, the, and they are, in my view, they're the people that will decide this election. Well, I think that you make a good point. People who didn't participate for whatever reason who are showing up. Now, one thing we do know is that the number of votes that have been cast in advance that people have already voted, uh, either in-person early voting or mail-in mm -hmm. voting, those numbers are skyrocketing. They've been through the roof. Um, we they appear not, to be good for the Democrats. Well, it, it, they, Party. they could be. We don't know right. what's going on with a lot of that. But clearly there's been more enthusiasm. Here's the other thing. You have in Joe Biden, and, and remember, I'm not on your show tonight to make a pro-Biden argument. I just don't think that Donald Trump deserves another term. But if you Will look you at, vote for Biden, though, or are you not going to vote for president? Uh, I, I have candidly not figured out what I'm going to do. Uh, I can tell you I'm not voting for Donald Trump. But I was going to say is you have in Joe Biden a Democratic nominee who is not as polarizing a figure as a Hillary Clinton. That was a big difference in 2016 mm -hmm. combined with the fact that in Donald Trump, in that cycle, you had what for a lot of Americans was somebody they really didn't know a lot about. I mean, people who'd followed the Donald knew who he was. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of people, they thought, look, I'm fed up with the political establishment. This is a new face and a guy who's willing to break some China. I'm going to give him a shot. Well, now we've had four years of knowing what that looks like. Speak, wow. speak to the one point that, that Dave just mentioned, and that is... Uh, the level of people that despised Hillary Clinton was fairly large four years ago. And at this moment, it doesn't appear that the that the dislike or the hatred of Joe Biden is anywhere near what it was four years ago for the Democrat. Would well, people you, really would don't. you acknowledge that? 
people really don't know. And well, it actually is curious because I really don't know anyone who I actually really don't know anyone who supports Joe Biden. I know a lot of people who are going to vote for Joe Biden because but what they. About, but what about try to go beyond your 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 loyalty uh, to the president and and speak to the potential likability. Now, again, you're going to talk about uh, Hunter Biden, and I think that's a legitimate discussion to have. But in the, the likability, it, it, does he come across as an unlikable person to well, he you? Certainly does. He certainly does to me and people who are actually paying attention. The man's a character assassin. He always has been his entire career. <laughs> he, his entire career, whether it was Clarence Thomas or... Or, uh, or, or, you know, uh, Judge Bork. The man's been a character assassin all of his life. He was not the sharpest tool in the shed wow. uh, 20 years ago. And now he clearly has cognitive issues. But these people like David or, you know, have so much hate in their hearts for the, you know, the old days. You know, his heroes are people who took Illinois from a dark red state to a dark blue state. Those are his heroes. And those are the days he wants back. I don't even know why, how he can sit there and call himself a Republican. I think it's disgraceful. Actually, it's a, w- it's a w- joke. W- but I know I, I, I don't know. Again, actually, I don't know. Doug, a, I don't know a single person. I don't know a single person who who voted for Trump last time and is and has said, oh, gee, I'm really disappointed in, you know, in, in the tax cuts and the cuts in the regulation, and all the job creation and and getting our troops out of these endless ground wars and OK and, and, right. and you know, fixing the VA, all the, all these accomplishments. I don't know a single person. OK, now. All right, now, let's talk about go ahead. You, you want yeah. you want to talk about. The, the, Look, the I, I just want to say, you know, Doug, uh, rather than have Doug put words in my mouth, what I'm looking for is a return to a Republican Party where reason and science and rational discussion and respect and civility are values that still matter. This president has demonstrated his contempt for the Constitution and his contempt. That's, that's such hogwash. Give me an example. Give me an example. Give us an example. His contempt for the Constitution. Fine. His contempt for the Constitution, his refusal to comply and direct his administration to refuse to comply with the lawful right of the Congress to engage in oversight. By refusing to comply with subpoenas and requests for documentation, he has stonewalled. That's all you got? That is such so general. You're not even naming anything specific. You're just picking up things you got from Rachel Maddow. You can't even name it. I can't even watch, name anything I don't specific. watch Rachel. No, I'm sorry. You can't pigeonhole me. I don't time. watch Rachel Maddow. All I'm telling you is this president has demonstrated an utter disregard and contempt for any any principles of you know, civility you, or decency or proper order. He has turned his back on the international community by withdrawing the United States hogwash. from a position of leadership that we fought for Dave, and achieved. After Dave, Dave, you're, Dave, you're another one of these people who just wants to send others. Doug, other, Doug, oh, Doug, 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 Dave. Uh, you have said that you're not you're not here to announce that you're for Joe Biden. Right. But as someone who is, you know, a, a creature of, of Capitol Hill, you spent a number of years there. Sure. Um, one of the best lines I think that the president asks is he's been there for 47 years and I've only been there for 47 months. And in his opinion, he's done more. When we come back, I want you to give me your assessment of Joe Biden's 47 years in Washington, D.C., and why some people, maybe yourself, when you get right down to the final decision, why uh, the measurement of those 47 years could be important in deciding who you're going to vote for. I'm Bruce Dumont, back shortly.
Opinions are everywhere when you watch the news. But what about your opinion? Why can't you just get the facts to decide for yourself? News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, a nightly newscast in primetime that doesn't tell you what to think. Seven nights a week, News Nation will deliver you news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. It's your news, your nation. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Have you noticed that well-known and controversial talk show hosts have recently been censored on the Internet by corporate and political interests? This is Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio. And in order to counter against the suppression of information, we've decided to create our own private digitalized playground called Aftermath.media. It's an exclusive online multimedia library featuring videos, movies, audio clips, archive shows, e-books, e-magazines, documents, and so much more. Our news aggregator, Newsifer, provides current news relating to many of the topics we cover. We'll also be hosting other Ground Zero-friendly podcasts like Into the Parabnormal, with Jeremy Scott and the secret teachings with Ryan Gable. Aftermath.media has a social media platform along with a chat room to interact with many of our listeners. And about once a month, you can chat with me about anything. Mobile apps for Android and Apple are now available. The monthly subscription for Aftermath.media is only $9.99 a month. This includes exclusive access to our library and Ground Zero Archive podcasts. If you're just interested in having access to the Archive podcast, it's only $4.99 a month. So sign up today by going to Aftermath.media. Again, that's Aftermath.media. AncientLifeOil.com. That's AncientLifeOil.com. Are you stressed? I mean, who isn't? Anxiety creeping in? No, not that. Is sleep hard to attain because your brain just won't slow down? We're living in crazy times, and the fear knob has been turned up. Okay, there's an answer. Take a big breath, exhale, and go log on to AncientLifeOil.com. CBD. Broad and full-spectrum, organic and non-GMO CBD for you to enjoy. Change your tune from fear to calm. From brain overload to clear thinking. 0.003 THC on full spectrum and 0% THC on broad spectrum. Competitive pricing with the best quality. Also know everything is going to get better. No worries. Be happy. CBD can help calm so your nerves don't think they're a six-string electric guitar. Enjoy life, smile, and log on to ancientlifeoil.com for great CBD. That's ancientlifeoil.com. You'll be glad you did. Hey, it's JT and Leanne. Join us for the Heart and Home Radio Show. Brought to you by Exit Realty. Sundays at 11 on Smart Talk. WCGO, AM and FM. Bruce my back. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, before we go too much further and take calls, we have lots of callers on the line. Uh, I want each of our guests to take a moment, uh, maybe 15 seconds, to explain uh, who they are and what do they do when they're not here. Doug Ibendahl. Hi, my name is Doug Ibendahl. I'm a, a, a Chicago attorney, uh, work in progress, a lifelong Republican, a huge Trump fan, obviously. Oh, just a little quick uh, trivia since we're talking about the Supreme Court and and abortion, Roe v. Wade again. I was actually born in the same tiny southern Illinois town as the author of Roe v. Wade, Harry Blackman. was born oh. in Nashville, Illinois. 
and he shortly moved to uh, Minnesota, but we were both born in uh, Nashville, Illinois, population hmm. 3,500. That's good to know. David Cohn, That's tell a, us a little bit about yourself. Uh, thanks, Bruce. Uh, yeah, Dave Cohn, I've uh, been involved in uh, government and politics for uh, several decades. Uh, most recently, I've been uh, serving as uh, Director of Public Affairs at the Union League Club of Chicago, and as we discussed, I worked for Congress reporter, uh, Lieutenant Governor Corinne Wood prior to that, and uh, started out uh, cutting my eye teeth in radio, working in a little studio like this, doing a morning drive news. So uh, what comes, what goes around comes around. That's right. Welcome, right back well, here. Welcome back to the radio studio. Uh, pleasure to be here. <laughs> Let's uh, go to Vin. He's been standing by. He's in El Paso, Texas, listening to us on KTSM, I assume. Go ahead, Vin. You're on the air. Hello, oh, Bruce. Listen to you for many years and enjoy your show very much. Thank you very much. I find it very, I find it very interesting that no one question on immigration was asked in the first presidential debate, and the next town halls, either Biden or Trump's, and that no question on immigration was brought up in the vice presidential debate. Right. What I would like to ask your question to your guest is. Do you remember who raised their hand in the Democratic primary debate when they were asked, do you believe all undocumented immigrants should be covered under a government-run health care plan? They all did. They all did. They all did. did. They all did. And and, and one and Harris. Yes. Biden was, again, Biden was the last hand to go up. But everyone raised their hand. I think you're right. Harris was was the first, and it it has amazed me that the video of that debate has not been shown a million times on television. You are right; it has not been referenced in any of the debates thus far, including Kamala Harris's idea that uh, we should abolish ICE. I mean, they're just an incredible long list of things that came out of that primary debate season that uh, the president and his campaign people have totally ignored. Well, they may just be waiting for the right moment to use that material, too. You don't don't know. Kind of late. But the immigration question is one that's going to be key, and I agree with the the caller. I haven't heard it addressed in any substantive way on either side. But before we went to the break, Bruce, you were asking about sort of Biden's 47 years. Yes, I want to know And I was thinking about that, and— I think that the the truth of the matter is that that Biden, uh, if you look at him from a Republican perspective, he has a a mixed record, pretty predictable, given his union roots, uh, kind of a centrist Democrat. Uh, I think that the big problem that Joe Biden has, and this is one that I, I think that, again, Doug and I will agree on this, is if you look at the crime bill and the repercussions of that in the in the African-American community, it was devastating. And he's gone through his mea culpa. It was a mistake. It's a vote that I should. But if you look at uh, the the fallout from that, it remains to be seen how effective the Biden campaign has been in repairing that damage. Because if you listen to a lot of voices in the black community, they're upset with Trump. They're upset with George Floyd's murder. They're upset with racial injustice in this country. But they're also want to hold Joe Biden's feet to the fire with that crime bill vote and the role that he played, as well as the Anita Hill episode. So okay. I, I think there's a lot of things going on we can't fully let's, analyze right, right let, now. Dave, uh, Doug, let, let, let's speak just to that particular point, because I think, I think it's a very valid point. Uh, the thing he is most known for is the thing that he's trying to run away from. But again, when that bill was passed, I dare say that you, myself, and 
a lot of Republicans and Democrats, including African-American members of the Black Caucus, they thought the idea that that was a good idea. The tough on crime bill in 94, which has Biden's name on it, I would, people, I would, people liked that then. I know I, I would I would concede that that's true. Times uh, do change, but I, but I think there's a lot more with Biden that that black folks should be uh, concerned about. I mean, it's you know it's when it's that it's it's things he's it's very racist things he said all throughout his career. But one one more recent where he said he was on a radio show with someone and he said um, that uh, well, if you're not voting for Biden, you know you ain't black. You know, that's, you know, and, and of course his, you know, his protectors in the media, oh, ha, 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 he's just kidding. That's old, old Joe, you know, there he goes again. But I, I think that really reflects something in his thinking. I don't, you know, the, the word white supremacism, supremacist gets thrown around too much, but that's, that really shows a very left-wing uh, Democrat attitude that, oh, you know, we're doing all these things for you, and then, you know, you need to stay on our plantation and vote for us. I, I think it's a very – it's very arrogant. I think the, the Joe of 20 years ago probably wouldn't have said that. I think as he's declining, he's prone to say th- things like that. But I think that really uh, shows where he is. But you know, as on a more general point, my – for what it's worth, very little, I assume, but my my unsolicited advice to, to uh, the black voter – is as a Trump supporter, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying you have to become a Republican. Not not by any means, especially in Illinois. I mean, the, the party here has really done. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think the Democrats okay, have kind of wrap it up. Democrats up. haven't earned their you know don't deserve their vote. But the the, the the Republican Party hasn't always either. But Donald Trump has. Donald Trump, I think, has earned the vote of every single American All who right, actually cares about this country. Right, now, back it up on the issue of. Uh, uh, reaching out uh, to the black community, Donald Trump has done more outreach than any Republican yes. I can think of in the in the thirty plus years that you've been in, in politics. More so even than Richard Nixon. So my question to you is, uh, and again, uh, there's the criminal justice reform bill, which is the thing that the president likes to talk about the most. Right. There was the 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 fact of high un uh, or high employment. Uh, before COVID-19, high employment uh, for African-American and, and Hispanics. Uh, speak to that, because I, knowing your moderate Republican background, right. you have to be cheering some of those positions. Well, uh, for, first of all, let's give the president credit for signing the Second Chance Act, I believe, was what the bill first was. Step. Or, first, first step. step excuse yeah. me. First step. My, my apologies. Thanks for the correction. Which did take uh, a step in the right direction of correcting some of these egregious uh, uh, criminal justice policies that had that had unfairly impacted the black community for decades. Uh, so that's correct. And I think that that's something the president can justly take some credit for, although that was moving along before the Trump presidency started. But that notwithstanding, I think the problem is the president has failed to acknowledge it's not just the economic issues that that count in the black community or any other community. It's the issues of personal safety and freedom. And when the black community responds to what they saw with the George Floyd murder and with the issues of police misconduct around the country that they finally said enough is enough, the president, in my view, has not done enough outreach on that issue. He has not acknowledged that there is systemic racism in the criminal justice system of this nation. Let's go to Doug. Just stick on that point, Doug. Does does Dave have something uh, correct here? 
Has he t- has he touched on something that you, as a Trump supporter, wish that the president would do more about? Tr- or, or Trump, showing- no, because I think one reason why Trump is doing so well with the African American community and will do much better this time than than last time, and he did, you know, I, I thought surprisingly well last time. But I think he's picked up a lot of support, and it's because uh, the the black community no no one understands the need for um, for the police and for law and order than than people who've been trapped in these in these uh, in these uh, high crime neighborhoods because of Democrat policies in these big cities like Chicago or Baltimore or L.A. Well, Donald Trump is point. speaking to those people. The people who are out burning and looting are a tiny, yeah, but- tiny, tiny segment of the population. I think it's very insulting to the black community to, to suggest that they speak for the vast majority of, of, of hardworking black Americans. Nobody has said but, that. But let me but, say, Doug, I think the thing you're, you're, you might be missing here is that when, when the president uh, addresses these issues – uh, what he talks about is Joe Biden, America is going to destroy the suburbs. Joe, Joe Biden is going to destroy your way of life. If you're concerned about the safety of yourself and your family, Joe Biden is dangerous. And See, the pres- that's that's the president's message. That's not talking to the black American who's living in a in a high crime area or who has low quality of life, low access to quality education or no access to quality health care. The president is refusing to recognize that there are issues that affect law and order does not just mean protecting the suburbs of America. It means protecting all Americans. And, and, and Donald Trump talks about that, uh, talks about that all the time. And he also talks, first of all, he, as he's noted, about forty percent of the suburbs uh, are, are are minority Americans. But he's also talking. One of his big things in the second term, which I do think he will get, is uh, school choice. That is the Could that have, is that uh, is that, the, that is. The, this, so- I, I want to go to that in a moment, but I, I want to speak to the issue of of crime and African American response. Would you acknowledge that the president could have spent or can still spend a little more time acknowledging that? the bad apples in police departments, there may be more than just a few, and that he has so much political capital with the law enforcement community. He's got so much capital with them that he could say something about that there that there is a responsibility that they have to look a second time at how they conduct themselves in certain places. I, I heard him I heard him I heard him bring it up last night in one of his rallies last night. One of the rallies last night he was talking about okay. we, you know, we still have some bad eggs. 1-800-723-8029. We do have callers. We're going to be heading to New Hampshire when we come back. I'm Bruce Dumont. Thanks for joining us tonight. You should form your own opinions when you're presented facts without bias. That's what we call news. Every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, news has a new primetime home. News Nation, without all the talk and without an opinion, so you can make yours. It's not how it used to be, it's how it should be. News Nation, seven nights a week on WGN America. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com because it's your news, your nation. 
Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Harrison's Reality Check. Want weekly reports predicting events before they happen? Stand by. Homeland Security is proposing expanding DNA and biometric data collection to include American citizens who sponsor immigrants. Expanded biometrics would include your iris image, palm print, and your voice print. This government now says it has the right to your DNA. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Tired of getting trapped in these bad financial cycles or by news that seems impossibly out of your control? For the first time ever, we're giving you access to some of the most elite, top-secret intelligence reports so you can know what's coming down the pike, often two months in advance, from stock markets to education and family issues. It's literally not available anywhere else. And it's only available one way. Get this subscription-only insider's audio each week by going to VIPwebinars.org. 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 Thinking of trying a plant-based diet? Finding yourself a tad veg curious? Then join me, Elizabeth Alfano, for Plant-Based Life and Style. Plant-based doctors, celebs, CEOs, and athletes join me to dish on food, health tips, recipes, style, news, and more. So tune in every week with me, Elizabeth Alfano, to rock your plant-based life and style. Sundays starting at 3 o'clock Central, only on Smart Talk. Every year in Illinois, over 30,000 drivers are arrested for DUI. Due to improper testing procedures, many people end up being wrongfully charged. The book DUI is Decoded cuts right to the chase and tells you how proper DUI's arrests are supposed to be made. From the initial traffic stop to the reasoning behind the field sobriety test, all the myths and facts about taking a breathalyzer, and more. DUI is Decoded is written by nationally recognized DUI expert witness William Polarinos. Available now at Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Mike Jackson Outdoors, Sunday mornings, 8 to 9 a.m. on Smart Talk, WCGO AM and FM. Bruce Dumont back. Thanks so much for joining us. Let's go to Steve listening to us on WNTK in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Steve. Okay, Bruce, thank you so much. Uh, Three quick things. One is, uh, David, uh, uh, you, you are like the people in the Lincoln Project. I'm Democratic-leaning, and I can't tell you how much I respect your, your willingness to go against your lifelong party and speak as a real patriot to the United States. So I give you kudos on that. Thank you. Uh, as it relates to the polls, uh, I was doing a little research while waiting. Two weeks before the election, Hillary had a lead of about 5% in real clear politics. Mm-hmm. Now it's 8.9%. That is a huge difference. Um, and in 2018, the polls were very accurate about the House having a wave in favor of the Democrats. Now, for uh, Doug, who I vehemently disagree with, but you're entitled to whatever you believe. Uh, but you said something that I think is categorically wrong just on the facts. You said that Trump has energized and increased the Republican base or party. Well, I want to give you some figures. In 2014, in the, in the House 
which covers the whole country. Republicans had over 51% of the total vote. Democrats had 45.5%. In 2018, the, Dem- the Republican numbers went down to 44.8%. Democrats went up to 53.4%. Uh, now, there was an increase, I will say that. In 2014, there was 40 million Republican voters versus 35 million uh, Democratic voters in the House elections. In 2018, the 40 went to 61 million for Democrats, and for the, uh, 30, I'm sorry, 35 million went to 61 million, and on the Republican side, 40 million went to 51. So if you really want to give credit to anybody increasing a party's enthusiasm about voting, it is Donald Trump has been an unbelievable boon for the Democrats going out and just look at the the money being raised by ordinary people. The average is like $50 or something. Uh, the amount of money that's been raised by Democrats under Act Blue is unbelievable. Steve, uh, let me compare to, yes. Let me, let me follow up a question. You, you, presented uh, your your case and obviously it's pretty indi- indicative of, of where you're coming down uh, and, and who you're likely to vote for but step back if you can and give us as candid an opinion uh, or analysis as you can about what's happening in New Hampshire now the president narrowly lost New Hampshire four years ago uh, it's still on his list of states that he really wants to win where would you put it right now if, if, if the election uh, were literally held tomorrow Polls are showing close to a 10 percent uh, 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 margin for Biden. Okay. And uh, but you know, listen, I don't discount the possibility that the polls are entirely wrong because they were wrong in 2016. But Doug said they're also following the same methodology, and I don't believe that is true. And that was shown in 2018. Does that they were extremely accurate? Does the recent story out of the New York Post involving Hunter Biden and his laptop and what's on that laptop and Rudy Giuliani's involvement in the story somewhere, does that give you any pause at all about Joe Biden or Hunter Biden, or have you dismissed that story? I don't know if you read, David Ignatius had a wonderful article in the Washington Post and basically in my opinion, now listen, I understand Doug is going to think this is an unbelievable scandal, but in my opinion, it's a nothing burger. There is nothing, there is no money, there, you know, since Biden does show his tax returns, unless you're also saying that he took money and didn't disclose it, there's nothing to show that Biden took anything. And there were even, if, if you looked in the New York Post, there, there were texts between Biden, uh, between Hunter and Joe, which had nothing to do with Burisma, were really human to why, why the Post even bothered showing it, I don't know. But there was real, there were texts that really showed how Take Joe, that. even though he knows his son is really troubled, how he actually loves his son and is behind his son on a human basis. Take, take, that, t- t- take the, the New York Post story and put it on the back burner, but let me ask another question. When you were the Vice President of the United States... And two countries that you're responsible for are China and the Ukraine. And you go to the Ukraine and you say, uh, under under the guise of talking about some taxpayer dollars that were appropriated for Ukraine, and you say to uh, the, the, the judicial division in Ukraine that unless a prosecutor is fired within X number of hours, he's not going to get that money. Now, he is on camera bragging about that. 
How does that differ from the allegations of what might have been discussed between the president of Ukraine and the president of the United States, which they used as a reason to try to impeach him? Do you, do you see anything okay. dicey about do you see anything okay. dicey about Joe Biden's actions at that point? All right. Number one, his actions were backed by the U.S. government and by European governments because there was a corrupt prosecutor who was beholden to uh, Russia under that administration. That was a world, I can't say worldwide, but that was a, many countries were interested in getting rid of it. And Biden was so, Biden, Biden spoke about it in a favorable term. If he thought there was anything um, illegal about what he was doing, why would he be bragging about it? He actually accomplished something. He got rid of... Well, the, Ob- the, Obama, the Obama administration was worried about the appearance of impropriety. They, they, they are on record. That came out in, in some hearings at, at Capitol Hill earlier this year. So the, the Obama administration was worried about it. And I'm just saying is that if you're Mr. Squeaky Clean uh, and, and you have a son and you are trying to give him some business or give him a leg up, if that had been a Republican or Donald Trump, we would be hearing about it. They'd be yelling to the cows come home. And I'm just saying is that the Republicans, or the Democrats in this case, seem to have blinders on when it talks about just the appearance of impropriety. I'm not talking about impropriety. I'm talking about the appearance of it. Listen, I've got to say thank you very much, Steve, for joining us. I'm Bruce Dumont. We will continue with another full hour with more guests, including Doug Ibendahl and Dave Cohn from Chicago. I'm Bruce Dumont. All right, we have about five. For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field, todaysmilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. Find your way at todaysmilitary.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran 
My victory was finding a career I can be proud of and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home. At DAV, we're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education. DAV offers veterans of all generations a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that disability is not a limitation. My victory was getting my service dog a new best friend. We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges. My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win, we all win. Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. Seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. Leading the way behind the camera, beyond the runway, and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts, preparing girls for a lifetime of leadership. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious, and if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion? After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. I didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back. One day he called me out of the blue. And it's comforting to know that I always encountered him to have my back. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at VeteransCrisisLine.net. You're listening to Smart Talk. WCGO. 1598. Rule is all about. For iNews, I'm John Hunt. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up? I'm Kevin. And I'm Sue McCarthy. Join us for the Travel Planners Radio Show. Your ticket to the world of travel. Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on WCGO AM and FM. Bruce Dumont back. Hour number two of Beyond the Beltway. Thank you very much for joining us. And in this hour... Uh, we are joined by Charlie Meyerson. He is a journalist, and he is with the Chicago Public Square News, and also Sean Thompson. He's a conservative uh, talk show host on WYND 560 here in Chicago, one of our affiliates, and uh, it's great to have you guys uh, with us. I want to begin uh, by picking up a, a, a subject that we briefly talked about at the end of the, of the discussion, and uh, Charlie, I want to give you an opportunity to respond to this first since uh, uh, you are a journalist. Uh, um, How significant is it that the New York Post story uh, was buried by Twitter and Facebook? Does the public have a right to know that story? Oh, yeah. The public has a right to know that that story was reported. The public also has a right to know that there are some serious questions about the province uh, provenance of the information, and I think that's been widely reported. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I hope that answers your question. Did they make a mistake then? By uh, you know, did they make it a bigger story by suppressing it? Possibly. Um, 
you know, I, I want to preface you know all of my remarks here, Bruce, by reminding you that as a journalist, I'm really, I'm really more. Wait a second. I see you. You have me identified on screen as a liberal journalist. Is now, that redundant? That won't make a lot of sense is, to your is, radio listeners. Isn't that redundant? Let's back up a little bit. Well, also, let me just mention, Charlie. We're on we're on YouTube all over the world. So uh, yeah, uh, maybe you missed that in the memo. Let's. I know that, but let's. Would you uh, like let's fix would, that? Are, 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 you know what we're going to do? What, 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 I don't. I'd like to reject that, and I'd okay. prefer to be known as just a journalist. Okay. What we're going to do is uh, we're going to ask our engineer to see if he can uh, obliterate the word liberal. And at the end of the hour, I'm going to take a vote to find out whether people uh, think that was a mistake. Let me but, explain but first of all, that let, a let me journalist's get... fundamental role is to question authority. And okay. I see that as my primary mission here. Okay. And as well, we're going to see as if we live in a society if... where much of the authority, most of the authority at this point in the federal government lies on the right, any journalist who questions authority will be coming from the left. Okay, well, we'll we'll, we'll let you we'll let you defend that. And uh, joining us uh, on the right is someone who likes the word conservative. He's Sean Thompson. He's a talk show host on WIND uh, uh, Prime Time, uh, Drive Time every night. Sean, nice to have you with us. Uh, oh, I, I'm flattered uh, you asked me to join. Big, I really am big fan. I, I, I listen to you regularly, and it's nice to uh, have you on the on the broadcast. And we should also mention, by the way, that on election night, Sean and I will be, uh, uh, along with Mike Scott and, and Dan Proft, we will be doing election night coverage on AM five sixty in Chicago. But my question to you is, um, in this New York Post story about Hunter Biden, yes. are you worried that? This big story, alleged big story, comes out with maybe not enough time to really determine whether or not it's real or not. You know, it's funny, Bruce. This story actually broke four years ago in uh, Peter Schweitzer's book. And um, he's since has written a sequel to the book. It's a story that really didn't want, the, it, it seemed like it couldn't grab attention for its obvious nature. And, uh, you know, you, you come to believe I was listening to the reporter argue about liberal. And I have to say, I think if you believe in the Constitution, you have to be a liberal. I actually consider myself a liberal. Um, and what I mean by that is, regardless of party affiliation, we should believe in the rule of law and we should believe in the principles that are America. I mean, that is something that 50 years ago, we could have our nuanced differences of, of policy. But we all understood that, you know, there was one set of law, it was the American law. This is obvious, this case, to me, is obvious it's corruption. It, does anybody out there think that Hunter Biden, who was thrown out of the military, who has no experience anywhere, should be involved in these international business dealings? I mean, there are, are, are investment firms that couldn't get these deals. I hold seven SEC licenses. I couldn't get in a meeting with these people. Yet this kid, thrown out of the military with this scandalous past and really scandalous occupation, I, nobody still knows what he does, picks up uh, contracts from America's enemies, for lack of a better term. In some cases, they weren't. But for the most part, uh, they're, they're adversarial. If it's the, if it's the Moscow wife, if it's the oligarch uh, in Ukraine, then you have okay. China, 1.5 billion. I, mean, let's let, uh, I don't care what party you're affiliated with. Let's let, let's let uh, Charlie uh, wade in here. As a journalist, 
Uh, is there any part of that story or that description by Sean that you agree with or disagree with, Charlie? It's it's not my role to agree or disagree. Let me back up just a second and salute Sean for recognizing the innate value in the word liberal, although, as I say, I don't portray myself as a liberal journalist. The, the, the word liberal, I think, is not a dirty word, should not be a dirty word, and I, and I, I think Sean's done a nice job of acknowledging that. Um, you know, it's if you're going to start worrying about Hunter Biden and people close to Joe Biden, I think uh, those who are concerned about that need also to ask questions about the people who are near and dear to, pre- uh, to President Trump. And and the question becomes then, if you're worried about Hunter Biden, do you not think well, how many people people, again have been uh, convicted as part of the Trump campaign? Charlie, are you going to let me talk? Are you going to let me talk? Because if you're Uh, not going to let me talk, well, I'm going to answer your question. No, no. If if you're not going to let me talk, you're not going to be on much longer. Okay. My question, my question to you is this: Do you believe that those people who've surrounded Donald Trump? Who, who you rightfully have said deserve to have some questions about their 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 actions. Do you not think that there's been publicity about those? Hasn't there been enough coverage by the media to 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 let the let the public know that these things exist? No one is saying that Donald Trump has surrounded himself with choir boys. But where's the balance here, Charlie? I, I think you're asking a journalist. I think there's never enough coverage of anything or everything. Oh, I like that. You like that? <laughs> I like that. I like that. It has a lot of ambiguity in it. But Charlie, I think <laughs> I think the one thing that we can agree with. I, I agree with you. Paul Manafort is a scoundrel. Roger Stone is a scoundrel. There's no question about it. They prostitute their influence for special favoritism. Fine. What we're talking here is he grabbed the stooge who happened to be the vice president's son and bought grace into the government. We're talking about our money, brother. This isn't about Republican and Democrat. Joe Biden wielded a billion dollars as if it was his own and he actually was a man and made it. He held it and extorted so that a country could remove a prosecutor who was investigating a company that is corrupt from the day it was founded, by the way. This is not about party stuff. This is about buying off the vice president of the United States of America. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't realize you were talking about the vice president. Charlie. I thought you were talking about the Trump campaign and the uh, the Trump company. Charlie, you yeah, think I did, I did do the equivocation game, but Trump was not into politics in that year. Oh, but, but the corruption, that's been part of the picture all along. Here's what you're doing, Charlie. You're equivocating corruption in the private sector with the public. And what you're not understanding is one could not exist if the public sector was not first and more corrupt. The, the private are just different players, Charlie. One day it's Trump, the next day it's not. The, the public is what needs to be cured and ripped out by the root. When we, you should be ashamed. Wait, when you we want come the public? back, we've got to pause. We've got to pause. When we come back, we'll also engage our guests here at home base at Evanston, Illinois. I'm Bruce Dumont. Don't go away. For some, news is about their opinions. We believe the news should give you the facts without bias, so you can form your own. We believe in news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America to give you the information you need. 
Everyone calls it the news, but we'll actually deliver on it. Seven nights a week in primetime. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. News Nation. It's your news, your nation. We are the boy band. Your tween made you see. We are the boy band. It's painful concert number three. We are the boy band. We're five and nineteen. We are the boy band. Always singing on key. You love your kids enough to take them to see their favorite uh, band. Love them enough to make sure they're buckled up in the back seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Harrison's Reality Check. Want weekly reports predicting events before they happen? Stand by. In a new documentary called Enemies of the State, whistleblower Matt DeHart, an intelligence analyst for the Air National Guard, claimed to have evidence the CIA implemented the 2001 anthrax attacks that drew the U.S. into a war with Iraq. Upon blowing that whistle, DeHart was arrested for child porn and locked deep, deep away. Harrison's Reality Check. GoHarrison.com. Tired of getting trapped in these bad financial cycles or by news that seems impossibly out of your control? For the first time ever, we're giving you access to some of the most elite, top-secret intelligence reports so you can know what's coming down the pike, often two months in advance, from stock markets to education and family issues. It's literally not available anywhere else. And it's only available one way. Get this subscription-only insider's audio each week by going to VIPwebinars.org. 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 With United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plans, there's so much to take advantage of, like free annual eye exams to help you see more clearly. Wow. Uh-huh. Plus, get free designer frames and free prescription lenses. It's time to take advantage. To learn more, visit AdvantageWow.com. Vision benefits vary by plan and are not available with all plans. Additional charges may apply for out-of-network services. Annual routine eye exam and $100 to $400 allowance for covered eyewear every one to two years. Wow. An official message from Medicare. So, did you try it yet? Comparing plans? Oh, yeah. They sure can change year to year. Well, I found lower prescription costs and historically low plan premiums. Ooh, how about those new insulin savings? Hundreds of plans, $35 a month. That'll save you money. Comparing plans really pays. Mm-hmm. Compare plans from home at Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE. Open enrollment ends December 7th. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. It's JT and Leanne. Join us for Married with Microphones. Special guests, hot news topics, and our hilarious relationship report card. Saturdays, 6 p.m. on WCGO. Bruce Dermont back. We continue with Beyond the Beltway. Thanks very much for joining us from coast to coast and border to border around the world at beyondthebeltway.com. Doug, uh, we have not heard from you for a uh, segment. Um, can, can you uh, offer your... Um, opinion on how the the mainstream media has covered Donald Trump, because I'm sure that uh, we will have different opinions uh, from elsewhere on the broadcast tonight. Well, you know, I hate to, I'm I'm not a whiner. I don't like to sound like a whiner, but I mean, this, this is, um, I I mean, coming to speak, it speaks for itself. This is the the right Republicans, conservatives, whatever, have always complained about you know the bias in the media. This is, we're way 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 beyond that. Uh, we have been for the last you know four years or five years, really, when when Trump got into this thing. We're not talking about bias anymore. We're we're talking about the vast majority of the media. I mean, with some notable exceptions, but a a, a big chunk of the media, a big majority, 
is is basically a wholly owned subsidiary of the Biden campaign. I mean, they are part and parcel. They are actively campaigning for him every single day, and they have been since the day he took office. And that's why we were just talking about that off air. Joe Biden and and um, uh, Kamala Harris are not are not serious opponents. Both are unlikable. Both are slipping. Um, neither in of them is opi- a serious opponent. In, but the, in your opinion, but the media is. In, in your opinion. In my opinion, but the yeah, media yeah. is. The media is, and that's that does concern me about this well, election. There's no question. Are, are you worried about that, uh, Dave? The 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 again the appearance of impropriety on the part of media in the in the fairness and balance of this campaign covering it. Well, I the, the quick answer is yes. I think mm-hmm. that there's an ongoing concern about fairness and objectivity in covering the events of the day. But I think we've seen an increasing polarization in all the media outlets. And by the way. The, the media, we use that word, it's not a monolith. There's the so-called, if you want to, the mainstream media, what we used to call the, the mainstream broadcast networks. Mm. But there is such a diversity of voices out there. I think that what we've seen, though, is you have outlets like Fox that are clearly the president's team. And you have the MSN, MSNBC, yeah, CNN, which... NBC. And NBC. And a lot of these broadcasters, I have to say, even though they're reporting on things that I think merit you know, coverage... Sometimes if you if you watch these programs, you see Anderson Cooper and you see Don Lemon and the other CNN anchors and their their contempt for the president literally oozes off the screen. I think we have to be candid and admit that in the same way that in the same way that the Fox hosts contempt for uh, Biden or for not all of them, but not all of them, not all of them. Let's go. I think it's a problem. I want to go. I want to go to Charlie and and Charlie, uh, give us your assessment of uh, the, the specifically in the last couple of weeks, the, the the debates over the debates, the debates over the town halls, the two dueling town halls that that you probably watched this past week. Do you understand how those who are more conservative might believe that uh, when you watch those two debates, it was a clear example of media ganging up on the president and throwing softballs to the vice president? I'll answer that question in just a second, but I, I want to address one thing uh, that you, for you and Doug, and I, I'd like you guys to, to play along with me for a second. Can you guys repeat after me? Comma, C-O-M-M-A. Kamala. Yeah, Kamala. I, I said, uh, I said, I said, I said, Charlie, 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 as an objective journalist, as you've alleged, why is it important for you to make that point, which is a Democrat talking point? It's important for journalists to pronounce people's names correctly, to spell people's names correctly. Do you spell her name correctly? You guys perceive yourselves as... Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever corrected anyone else's... Let's get it right. But do you understand that that's, that that's a, that's a trick and that's an example of what I would describe as, uh, as, as falling into the, the democratic talking points and not being a... Why is that even an important issue? It's a journalistic point. Why is it important? it's It's an attention to detail. It's an attention to accuracy. Really? Why don't Why don't you talk to your candidate Joe Biden because he constantly mispronounces it. <laughs> uh, he's not my it. candidate. I'm oh, a journalist. Now to come, come back to your question about the debates. Come on. Um, let me just say that I believe the Commission on Presidential Debates is an entity whose time has passed and that they have woefully mishandled this whole process. Well, I think we would agree on that. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, Charlie, it's interesting. Not too long. Sean, do you agree on that? I think we have uh, agreement on that. I, yeah, I mean, listen, I think it's obvious for everybody. You could tell by the, the posture in, in um, 
Savannah Guthrie's just her just the way in which she was sitting in the chair and how she was seething. You can tell it. He, Savannah, uh, he Savannah's had, session was not part of the Commission on Presidential Debates. Those last two sessions were this week were, were held independent of the commission. That's a separate issue. Those sessions I'm, were necessary because the commission flubbed it. Yeah, I think we agree also that the commission flubbed it. But you, no. are, are you telling me that you didn't see in the first debate, um, which was hosted by Fox, you didn't see a contempt by Mike Wallace for Donald Trump? Now I saw a reporter doing his job uh, in, in a way that Chris Wallace consistently uh, has not done consistently during the Trump administration. Um, see, I, I want, the point I see? want to make about journalism, by the way, and, and Bruce's question earlier about um, the media, um, what I see in the Trump administration is journalists doing their job in a way that, frankly, they didn't during the Obama administration, during the Bush administration, journalists' job is to question authority. And yes, there's been lots and lots of questioning of authority in the Trump administration. There should have been just as much under Obama and under Bush, and I don't think there was. And that, you know what's interesting is that point, because I've yet to hear, aside from some obscure books and some facts, about the Trump administration and their foreign policy of drone bombing. When I was a kid, all the Democrats and the so-called liberals of the time were very anti-war. However, when Barack Obama expanded uh, bombing in two countries to seven, when he the fact came out that 90%, 90% of the bombs he dropped killed innocent people, mums was the word. From the uh, that uh, also I agree, which is again why I, I I reject that label that was slapped on me at the start of the show, liberal journalist. Again, what I am is a journalist who questions authority. Well, I hope there's I lots hope of authority that, on the right these days. Well, and Sean, and, and let's and I, this ahead, and, and let me just interject here that on the subject of Donald Tr Donald Trump's treatment by the media, I, I think there's no question that that uh, the media have been a a very very tough on Donald Trump, but he also declared open warfare on on people who practice journalism. He is he is referred repeatedly to those in the news business as the enemies of the state, no, wait, the wait, enemies of the on. people. No, wait, hold, wait, hold mean, on, that's a just, that's, when you wait. when you denigrate the fourth estate and a free press and free inquiry, which is essential to our democratic republic. That is a problem. Just say, David, David, are, are you are you serious right now? Yes. <laughs> the, 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 the the enemy the enemy of the people um, knock that he did first of all he he just just didn't do that in a vacuum he didn't he didn't start that he didn't start that fire that was in that was in response to the the, the constant lies about him and he was only and that only applies to the, the he said the fake news and what why lies? and why wouldn't you and why wouldn't you agree that that you've had and I'm going to use the, I'm going to use uh, air quotes now when I say journalist when journalists quote unquote um, push a fake narrative for three straight years with absolutely no evidence and 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 tell the American people day after day after day that this president is a is a Russian agent. How can you not say that that is that people who are doing that are are the enemy of the of the people of the United States? That was so destructive to this country. How can you not agree? Are you like a Russian bot? That is a, that is absurd. Uh, you're, how you're, would you how would you okay. not agree? Let's let him respond. The, how can you let's not let agree with the president? Doug, let him respond. Doug, you're, you're making gross generalizations about people who lobbed uh, accusations at Donald Trump. Uh, no serious journalist, uh, any anyone who have referred to the president as a Russian agent, as a commentator, they have to defend those remarks. But the fact is, which they have, the but way, you, no, but you're but not. You're but not asking listen, them to. Listen, but here's my point. 
I started out working in newsrooms, and I understand what it means to be a journalist and a reporter, and what ethical news reporting is supposed to look like. The president, the, pre- the, the president, the president, from the start of his administration, made it clear that he considered every single media outlet. Wrong. To be That's part wrong. Of- you see, you 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 get on your high horse about all oh, the oh, I was a I was a journalist back in the last century or whatever the heck. Is there? And, well, you know, well, you're, you're on your high horse, but then you but then right off the bat, you're saying something that's not true. No, the, is the, there a hold it, guys. Hold it, guys. I want to ask Sean this question. Is it possible that this uh, Hunter Biden story from the New York Post, is it possible, because it has links to Rudy Giuliani, is it possible that this could be part of a Russian disinformation plan? No. Have you thought? I'm not asking oh, you. Rosemont, at, Rosemont Seneca is a company that was created primarily by um, Kerry's stepson, Heinz, Devin Archer, and Hunter Biden. It was created to be a payoff scheme, a buffer, and a bagman to their very influential fathers. I mean, and we could have all the arguments we want, but this is just the fact. These kids had no experience, none, in this kind of business. So we need to, let's just have that. That's a bipartisan issue. The other thing that I'm listening to the back and forth about the media, the the unarguable point of the media is that 94% of them donate to one party. So what you do is you split the country right there, right? Because you understand the people who do not agree with that position of of a very collective. But Sean, let let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Sean, let me ask you this question. And I want your response, and then I want to get Charlie's response. it's been stated for quite some time and, and underscored by the FBI and our own intelligence agencies that uh, the Russians are going to try to disrupt this campaign just as they tried to disrupt the campaign four years ago. And to some people, they they succeeded. So if a story comes out with 10 days to go, that certainly I would describe as a bombshell story. When that story comes out, is there anything wrong with people who are on the receiving end of that story saying, I wonder if this is real or whether this is phony? Now, I want to get your I want to get away. We got a break. We got a break. I want to hear your answer and Charlie's answer and everybody's answer when we come back. Opinions are everywhere when you watch the news. But what about your opinion? Why can't you just get the facts to decide for yourself? News Nation is on every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, a nightly newscast in primetime that doesn't tell you what to think. Seven nights a week, News Nation will deliver you news, not talk. Facts, not opinions. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com. It's your news, your nation. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. 
Ever get the feeling that a clean car just runs and drives better than a dirty car? That's because it's true. Evanston Car Wash has been serving the North Shore communities for over 60 years, helping hundreds of thousands of cars stay clean, preserve their value, and give you a nice, clean ride. Not only will Evanston Car Wash make your ride sparkle, but they use a soft cloth that doesn't risk damage to your vehicle's surface. A car is one of your major expenses, so don't trust it to just anyone with suds in a bucket. Treat it right by taking it to the Evanston car wash. Pick from a variety of car wash packages starting at just $8 and you can save even more money by joining their membership program. Evanston Car Wash is open every single day. That's seven days a week at 8 a.m. Located right there on Dempster Street just east of McCormick. For full details on custom wash and detail packages just google Evanston's best car wash and Evanston Car Wash will pop right up. Evanston Car Wash the North Shore's number one car wash choice for over 60 years. AncientLifeOil.com. That's AncientLifeOil.com. Are you stressed? I mean, who isn't? Anxiety creeping in? No, not that. Is sleep hard to attain because your brain just won't slow down? We're living in crazy times, and the fear knob has been turned up. Okay, there's an answer. Take a big breath, exhale, and go log on to AncientLifeOil.com. CBD. Broad and full-spectrum, organic and non-GMO CBD for you to enjoy. Change your tune from fear to calm. From brain overload to clear thinking, 0.003 THC on full spectrum and 0% THC on broad spectrum. Competitive pricing with the best quality. Also know everything is going to get better. No worries. Be happy. CBD can help calm so your nerves don't think they're a six-string electric guitar. Enjoy life, smile, and log on to ancientlifeoil.com for great CBD. That's ancientlifeoil.com. You'll be glad you did. This is Eric G. from Around the House, where we talk home improvement every Saturday. And you're listening to WCGO, Chicago Smart Talk, AM 1590 and FM 95.9. Yeah, Bruce Dumont back. Thanks very much for joining us. Let's go back to uh, uh, Charlie Meyerson. The question that was asked, uh, that I asked before the break, is uh, when this story comes out, uh, there are some people are going to suggest that it's uh, part of a Russian operation. Uh, as a journalist, how do you track that down? How, how do you go about finding out whether or not it is or uh, it certainly could be, but how do you find out that it actually is? You know, Bruce, I'm, I'm a journalist in the sense that I provide a daily account of journalism around the world and and i i have no special insight you know i'm i'm sitting here in chicago uh watching the news as many human beings do and trying to share what i consider to be uh insightful and authoritative accounts and and so the answer to your question is i don't know let's see what real authoritative award-winning respected journalists have to say about this over the next few weeks do you do you feel uh that the other or that cbs nbc cnn do you think that they have been responsible or irresponsible by their lack of coverage of this story i asked you at the beginning about whether you know twitter and facebook but what about the other major news operations they seem to be uh, uh they're off base they're not covering this thing 
You know, there there are certainly a lot of questions about the 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 post story and its provenance. Um, but you know, I I haven't watched all three networks. I'm not I'm not spending 24 hours glued to what other news it's organizations are doing. It's so not I, there, I honestly can't answer that question. And I know it makes me a very unsatisfying guest for you, but I have no answer to that. Uh, Sean, what's your answer to the question? Well, I, 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 I like Charlie. I think he's probably a wonderful guy. He seems like a very nice guy. But we're, we're all from Chicago, right? Yes. How does Mike Madigan become the biggest mafia member for 50 years? How does he build an infrastructure of corruption that has literally destroyed a state? Well, let's, 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 the usual let's cohorts. Stick, let's, well, the reason I bring yeah, that up yeah. is because why should we wait for reporters, respected reporters, to do their job? We ourselves owe it to ourselves to look at this information. I don't need anybody to tell me anything. I know how to read. We have in our hands a a device that they could launch the space shuttle with. All the answers are at our fingertips. Every American should do their own due diligence and stop waiting for experts to tell them how to think. Sean. obvious this is a created shill company for bribery charlie come on you're going to tell me mike manning is a legit lawyer next i'm I'm going to take issue with your question that that we should all be able to read for ourselves what are you reading if not the work of journalists rosemont seneca rosemont seneca is an investment repeating that okay keep repeating that repeat it till you know the name and you piques your curiosity and you look at this company inhabited by nothing but heirs to power who have received contracts from China, from Ukraine, from Moscow. Aren't you interested in that, Charlie? I certainly am, but you know what? Here's well, the deal. Why don't you look it up a little bit, brother? I I am watching the story, as we all are. I think we're early in this cycle, and I'm not prepared to oh. offer an opinion. But I but I do want to take issue with your, your statement that we don't need to wait for journalists, that we're all smart enough to figure this out on ourselves, yeah. but on our own. Um, we're nothing without people who are on the ground actually doing the hard work to figure out what's wrong. Poppycock. Poppycock. What do you mean we're nothing without reporters? I'm a reporter for anything, brother. I never did. And that's why your industry has has, has the likability that makes Congress look popular. I'm sorry. Where where do you get your information if not from, from the media? Well, what do you mean? There's all kinds of aspects of information. I'm interested in companies. I'm interested in deals. Well, and where do you learn about those companies? Where do you learn about those companies? Well, there's a, there's numerous outlets that I would outlets. categorize. Sure. Outlets. Uh, who who works at those outlets? Oh well, it's not just it's not just liberal reporters. Charlie. I didn't say liberal reporters, For but instance, are they reporters? You want to know where the bulk of my things come? Everything yes, stems from I, money. I would like to know that. I would Everything like to know that. Everything stems from money, Charlie. And I'm an old commodity trader, so I really scour. Believe it or not, Bloomberg. I really scour. Oh, Bloomberg! The that's a journalistic power. organization. Bloomberg yeah, is a journalistic organization. You know what happens, Charlie? I read the little story, and then it piques my curiosity, and then I'll and pull then up a company or two that's in it, and I'll check what they're registered as, and I'll check what their business dealings are. Maybe I'm a better reporter than you. Hey, Sean, I, that's entirely possible, but it doesn't sound like it. Sean, this oh, is. The, can, can I, let me just. Dave, I just, Dave Cohen. I just wanted to interject one small point, which right. I think is is worth mentioning, and that is that in this instance, when we're talking about the the Hunter Biden story and the post uh, work and and whether or not and how that should be covered and so forth, the difficulty is we're talking about a story here 
a scandalous story that's based upon digital information. And as Charlie mentioned, there's some question about where did it come from and is it authentic? Those are the kinds of questions that individual citizens don't have the resources to answer. We, we rely upon people wanting to be curious to know the truth. Is it true that these emails are authentic and that everything depicted and stated therein and, is true? I'm just saying that, that's, that, that's what journalists do. And in this story, we have another situation that smack dab in the middle of this story is the FBI. The FBI allegedly received a copy of, of, of Hunter Biden's uh, computers. What are they doing with it? A year ago. One year ago. Yeah. What are they doing with it? And the, the idea that the New York Post, I mean, let's talk, I mean, talk about a credible organization. It's one of the oldest news organizations in the country, right? Founded by uh, Alexander Hamilton, correct? And owned and, by Rupert Murdoch. And they, they, did, they did a very deep dig. If you actually read the, uh, read the story, did a very d- deep dig. We know where it came from. That's all backed up. They, they, anyone go out and other people are, are talking to the, the repairman. Um, that's that, that's all well documented. I just find it so so funny that these so-called again I want to use air quotes journalists are like oh we, you know we we really have to do more research on this had no problem pushing a Russian collusion hoax for three straight years with absolutely no evidence they they pushed they had no problem pushing. Uh, you know, same way with Twitter and Facebook, had no problem allowing people to push this story that uh, Donald Trump stood on the graves of soldiers and called them you, s- suckers and losers, yeah, Doug, even though there were 27 Doug, people. Doug, I, I, I don't do know you, if my microphone was on just, when just, I asked just, this question. I, I didn't what, hear you mention Rupert Murdoch's ownership of the what, New York Post, that? did you? Why is that germane to you? Rupert Murdoch owns Fox News. Fox News has so uh, uh, a long Journal? and checkered history of uh, uh, playing fast and loose with the facts. Well, as, as, as much as any news organization. Is that the one outlet that's not owned by a, a Fabian socialist? I'm sorry, Fabian? Fabian socialist. Those are the people who believe themselves to be elitists. The, the one, the one outlet. are too the, stupid to control their own future. So they get these little cabals together and they control information. He owns the, the Wall Street Journal. You never heard of that? He also owns uh, the Wall Street Journal. Uh, where do you put that on your credibility list, uh, Charlie? Uh, the Wall Street Journal, uh, more credible than the New York Post, based on a long history of awards that it's won and, and award-winning reporting that it continues to do. And and who gives awards, uh, Charlie? Which, which a number politi- of organizations Which political do. persuasion um, the, gives awards? Pulitzer organization, uh, journalism organizations, yes, indeed. Is there a conservative on any of their boards or their committees? Yeah, and I know who are some. They? Who are they? I don't want to bring individuals in, but I know a number of journalists who have served in. I, I have a friend who has been the, the lead executive, elected official of a major journalism organization and who uh, is of a conservative Does, bent. D- uh, this is to, this is to, uh, to Doug. The, the extent to which Rudy Giuliani is involved in this uh, story uh, out of Delaware, the, the computer repair guy, does that send a signal to you that it's automatically correct or do you understand why people who are trying to find out whether this story is real when they hear rudy giuliani's name associated with it they automatically think something's up oh he's a distraction Stinky. he's a distraction for the the repair the repairman's father i believe contacted not rudy giuliani but Giuliani's lawyer, lawyer right. I believe. It, Giuliani's distraction. I mean, isn't it how far we've we've fallen? Rudy Giuliani, the America's mayor, 
remember uh, after 9/11 uh, the lawyer who not, brought not, down the not, mob. not 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 that long ago but now any look anyone for these people you know for Charlie or whoever anyone you know you know the 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 garbage man who picks up you know the the garbage from the Trump tower or you know his barber anyone in any way connected to you know orange hitler is is these people are going to you know set their hair on fire and uh, try to destroy them? I mean, the hate is out of control. I think that is what is going to save Donald Trump in the end in this election. Is that enough decent Americans are going to see through the hate and are going to give him another four Sean, years? Sean, uh, do you, do you think that the Hunter Biden story does it sway any votes or is it? Too late in the game. I mean, I, I said last week on this program, I don't care what happens in the next two weeks, whether it's left wing, right wing, wherever it comes from, disregard it because there's not enough time to to go into no. it to really find out whether it's real, whether it's not real, whether it's a Russian bot, a Chinese bot. We don't know, and don't be swayed by by all of the the shiny objects that are going to be thrown at voters. Is there some, not everybody is, is so polarized that they've lost their sense of right and wrong. I'm down in Florida. I'm going to confess to myself. And down in Florida, what's happened is there were commercials run by the Biden team that insinuated that Donald Trump would take away your Medicare and your Social Security. And he received a lot of blowback. The old people don't like the idea their free cheese is going to go away. So what they did is they said, "Okay, we're going to go for Biden. Well, the old people hate one thing worse than that. And that's a crook. Old people don't have tolerance for this kind of chicanery. This is a massive story. And it should have been out four years ago. To me, this is an old story. To everyone else, this is new. Right. It's very easily documented. And the other thing is, on the Giuliani, that's the lawyer that tore down the, the mob. That's why he became yeah. mayor. He right. was so trusted in New York. It was amazing what he won, the percentages he won the, the, the mayorship by. Yet, yeah. all of a sudden, now he's tainted. And the other thing is, the FBI could end it tomorrow. They've had it. They can validate it release the hard drive you've had a year to work on it what this also does is i have i have no faith none in the upper echelon of the fbi in my neighborhood they were called forever bothering italians anyway now i have zero faith (laughs) okay we got to pause 1-800-723-8029 i'm bruce dumont back shortly with one more segment You should form your own opinions when you're presented facts without bias. That's what we call news. Every night at 7 p.m. on WGN America, news has a new primetime home. News Nation, without all the talk and without an opinion, so you can make yours. It's not how it used to be, it's how it should be. News Nation, seven nights a week on WGN America. Find your local channel by going to WGNAmerica.com because it's your news, your nation. Who said that? Me, down here. Oh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You wouldn't go a day without washing your hands or brushing your teeth. But what about your nose, the body's air filter? It traps allergens that can make you miserable and germs that can make you sick. With all the dangerous stuff in the air, it's time to make good nasal hygiene your new normal with Navage. 
Navage flushes out allergens, mucus, and germs, and it's clinically proven to relieve congestion naturally without drugs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage, the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage is the easy-to-use alternative to neti pots, pills, and sprays. Here's my promise to you. Try Navage. If it doesn't relieve congestion and help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier, just return it for a full, no-questions-asked refund. Over a million sold. Online at Navage.com or at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Bed Bath, and Target. Make good nasal hygiene your new normal with Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Every day on the Ken Coleman Show, we're helping people realize what we believe, that every person was born to fill a unique role. That means it is needed and you must do it. Nearly 70% of Americans are unhappy in their work and we are not fine with that. We're going to look at what you do best, your talent, and what you love to do most, your passion, and help you see how they come together. We'd love to have you join us because you matter and you do have what it takes. The Ken Coleman Show, weeknights from 11 to midnight on Chicago Smart Talk. Consider this your personal invitation to join us Saturday mornings at 10 for Mindful Money, brought to you by At Financial, a full-service financial services brokerage specializing in comprehensive, holistic financial planning. Whether you're just starting out in your career, growing your family, or planning your exit strategy into retirement, we've designed Mindful Money to guide you every step of the way. So join Sam McElroy and the team from At Financial for Mindful Money, Saturday mornings at 10. Hey, everybody, thanks for joining us on Open Road Radio on WCGO Radio, 1590 AM and 95.9 FM. Bruce Dumont back for our last segment. And before we go too much further, I want to let our Zoom guests take a moment to introduce themselves. And uh, Charlie Meyerson, give us uh, 10 seconds on who you are and what the Chicago Public Square News is all about. It's a it's a free publication, correct? It's a free daily email news briefing for people who are in or care about Chicago and the region and the state of Illinois. And you can sign up for free at chicagopublicsquare.com. And let me just say before we go any further, Bruce, I can't remember when I've enjoyed a broadcast like this. Well, thank you very much. We've had a little we've had a little tension everywhere. Uh, Sean, uh, let's go to you. Tell everybody a little bit about your background. And we should mention, by the way, that uh, uh, based on the uh, reaction we're getting uh, on our Facebook uh, page, uh, uh, you're picking up a lot of fans tonight, Sean. So oh, tell, pe- tell people yeah, a little bit yeah, where they can find you. This used to get me in the face in my neighborhood. <laughs> now people seem to like it. My wife is very confused by it. But um I grew up in, a, uh, in the neighborhood around Chicago, and I went to the Chicago Mercantile Exchange at 18 years old. I didn't have a pot to urinate in or a window to throw it out of, and I had to do one thing, and that's learn. So I focused on, on the economy, and you realize everything's about the money. These people that we both dislike for various reasons have abused our public trust, and I think it needs to stop. I think that's something we all need to agree on. And the nice thing is, in this day and age, we can always follow the money, and that's the real problem here. So... Uh, you and know, also, like you, we should know, mention. If I see John Boehner walking in Florida, I'm tackling him. You right? used to be you used to be a caller on talk radio, and now you've got your yeah. own show. Yes, I, uh, I I was working all the time. When I left the Mercantile <laughs> Exchange, I heard two guys on the radio talking about something they knew nothing about, and it was oil. And those two people happened to be Dan Proft and Bruce Wolf, and I called in <laughs> to correct them. And they asked me to call in the next day. And the next thing I know, I have a show. And uh, I'm doing 5 to 7 on AM 560, The Answer. I'm filling in for Steve Cortez. 
And and Steve will be back. Uh, Steve Cortez, who is who has left uh, uh, Salem and WIND, uh, he's gone to work at the White House. And uh, the plan is that he will yes. eventually come back when the campaign is over. Unless I run him over with my car, yes. <laughs> Anyway, you're picking up lots of fans tonight, and again, I hope oh, we uh, thank you. pick up some uh, some uh, listeners and some users of the uh, Chicago Public Square uh, news as well. Let's go to, we do have a caller that's been waiting a long time, Bonnie in Crown Point, Indiana. Go ahead, uh, Bonnie, you're on the air. I guess Bonnie is not there. How about Johnny in El Paso, Texas, listening to us on KTSM? Go ahead. Yes, uh, I wanted to <clears throat> respond to your last segment about uh uh, Trump's re, uh, support for the African Americans. Okay, I'm an African American, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to take politics out of it. But he has definitely offended me for poor reasons. I'm also a 20, 20 year veteran. I served from 1963 to 1983. Thank you. And uh, yeah, 20 years. I retired 37 years ago. I'm in my 70s. So I'm very offended when I hear him say what he said about us. Suckers and losers, offended to see him speak over in front over John Kelly's son's grave, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That really, really offends me, and I don't like it. Secondly, I don't like how he has these rallies and have these people. I'm not even talking about what the what the politics are in that audience, but I'm looking at those poor people out there, shoulder to shoulder, risking catching the COVID-19. I myself, when I leave the house, I leave the house religiously with my mask on, and sometimes my rubber gloves depends on where I'm going to go. And I'm quite sure that millions of people think like me. So there are a lot of veterans here in that past, so that's what caused me to be here. I retired here, like I said, in 1983 at Fort Bliss, and a lot of veterans here, and we are very offended about this. It had nothing to do with race. It's just how he talked about us veterans. That's my point. That's, right. that's how I feel let, about it. Let's let Doug uh, respond to that. Uh, first, this is sir, the Atlantic article you're referring to. Sir, th- thanks for your service, uh, first of all. But I, I would say that um, I, I think you're just misinformed about Donald Trump. And, and, and if you actually really um, do some more uh, Googling research on that, you'll find that there's really no – there's actually no support. The, all the evidence says that Trump never said that. All the evidence says Trump never says that. There was, there was one article which, from – Which evidence are you talking about? About the about the suckers and losers. There was there was there was one there was there was a uh, an article by a by a Trump hating um, dying magazine that had 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 no sources anonymous sources named named no one who who could actually actually uh, would would stand by that. Meanwhile, sir, there, there's 27 people on the record who were on that trip and were with Trump say it never 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 happened. And I think if you sir, if you step back and really look at the president's record on the military and our veterans, he loves our veterans. And, he, and you know he loves you too. And I, I hope you'll. I really hope you'll. Maybe you've already voted, but I really hope you'll give him another look because, you know, Donald Trump calls fa- again fake news the enemy of the people, and that's why. Because a good person like yourself, I, I'm, I'm sorry, with all due respect, I, I, I would say you've been bamboozled here by bad people. Uh, Dave, uh, your response. Well, I, I think it's uh, unfortunate this president has a track record of offending constituencies that he should care about. And, and I have to say that regarding the military, if you look at the way that he went after a, a, a decorated uh, and distinguished POW like John McCain and then uh, had had the poor taste to, to trample on his grave by continuing to denigrate him after the after he, he passed away. I mean, that is the kind of message that the president has sent to the military community about, the, you know, his regard for didn't those who John, served. Didn't John McCain get the last laugh on, on the president? 
uh, got it on, on us. his grave, on his grave. But I mean, he he got the last word, right? Well, I you mean in terms of the repeal of Obamacare vote? Yeah, yeah I'm talking about all the things. Trump, he lied to it. John McCain lied to the American people. John McCain promised when he was running that he would vote to to repeal it. He lied to answer, the American people. A quick answer from everyone, Charlie. I need a I need a one uh, word answer, or pretty quickly. Uh, do you think uh, we've got a landslide before us uh, for or against Donald Trump? Is the word landslide involved at all? Yes or no? I make no predictions. Okay. Not since 2016. Okay, let's go to uh, Sean Thompson. Is landslide... He will, shock, he will shock it the way he did in 2016. It'll be the same result and the same phony outrage. Okay, Dave uh, Cohen. Uh, no landslide in, in my forecast, uh, but I do foresee a Biden victory. And Doug. Trump does win, yes. But yes. You, don't, you, don't, you don't use the word landslide. I'll use landslide. Okay. Uh, we've got two more weeks to uh, wrap it up here for Campaign 2020. We've got a great panel next week and also on November 1st. I'm Bruce Dumont. Good night from Evanston, Illinois. What is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back. I wish she'd stop drinking so much. She thinks it's helping, but it's not. I hope she sees that soon. I act like I don't care if he comes to my games, but I hope he does. I used to hope he'd find happiness again. Now I hope. Our marriage makes it. I hope Grandpa will get help. He thinks it's too late, but it's not. With everything that he's going through, I hope he sees a counselor. I just want my brother back. I hoped he'd get help. Stop hoping things would get better on their own. He told me to stop asking. I didn't. Then one day he asked for a ride. Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action. Matt always knew he wanted to be a doctor. That's why he makes the most of every day. To study before breakfast. To work hard. To do whatever was necessary to achieve his goal. He found an answer in the military. If you have a passion, a vision for your future in any field, todaysmilitary.com can be your path to a fulfilling career. You have a calling. We have an answer. Find your way at todaysmilitary.com. My name is Bobby. I'm a veteran and lost my leg to a roadside bomb. My victory was going from a wheelchair to becoming a weightlifting champion. I'm Sam. I'm a veteran. My victory was finding a career I can be proud of and supporting my family. America's veterans are on their most important tour, the tour of their lives. I'm a veteran. My victory was going from homeless to home. At DAV, we're on a mission to help veterans get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran, and my victory was finishing my education. DAV offers veterans of all generations a lifetime of support for victories great and small. My victory was proving that a disability is not a limitation. My victory was getting my service dog a new best friend. We help more than a million veterans every year as they face and conquer their challenges. My victory is being able to be there for my family. When America's veterans win, we all win. 
Help us support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Standing up for what's right. Helping out when things go wrong. Seeking the truth and speaking our minds. Not just making records, but breaking them. Leading the way behind the camera, beyond the runway, and on the silver screen. Not just making our mark, but making a difference. Now that's a job for a Girl Scout. Girl Scouts, preparing girls for a life. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious. And if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. I didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed. We got back. One day he called me out of the blue. And it's comforting to know that I always can count on him to have my back. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Smart Talk on WCGO and 95.9 FM. Your home.